I'm Professor Flimflam, she's Wonko, and this is episode four of Bard's Eye View. Uh, this week we're going to be looking at episode four of season one of Xena Warrior Princess, Cradle of Hope. Hey friend. Hey friend. How are you this week? Um, I'm very well, actually. I'm Good. fine. Excellent. How are I'm... you this week? Oh, amazing. I mean, I say, Good. how are you this week? As if it's not <laughs> ten minutes since we recorded the last episode. <laughs> Because as I sensationally revealed, we do record several weeks in advance and we record two episodes at a time. So, um, yeah, so here we are, um, three weeks before this will be published, recording it. Go us. Um, (laughs) See, we learned from our first podcast that we had, um, which we used to record on the day, slap together and throw onto the internet like um, paint at a canvas you know, by one of those guys that you see on Facebook videos just sort of throwing paint on a canvas and at the end yeah. and the end they peel off some they peel off the, the masking tape and voila, it is an amazing work. Um except we never yeah. got that we never had that last stage. We never got the last yeah, I, step. I think I think because we forgot to put the masking tape on to start I thought you were doing the masking Shit. tape. <laughs> Shit, that was it. You're right, and it and it also it also I think explains why we started off as a fortnightly podcast, and it took us a year to record fourteen episodes, something like that, fourteen fifteen episodes. So yeah, we've we've learned we're we're capable of growth. We have a growth mindset. We are capable. Well, you certainly have a growth mindset, and I try yeah. to. So, um, so well, we, yes. we're doing okay. Here we are, episode four, Cradle <laughs> of Hope. Another episode that I remembered the broad strokes of and nothing more. Um, I vaguely remembered. I remember there was a baby involved and I remember... That's there the was only a... thing I really remembered was that the, there's a, an iconic... We say this every episode. There was an iconic scene. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, what I, that's what I'd remembered. Yeah, I remembered there but, was a so... king. I remembered who the king was because he's in the, he's in the opening sequence. He's in, the, he's in yeah. the theme music. And I think actually after episode four, we have actually all of the clips that are in the opening sequence we have seen now. I think they took all... Um, we haven't. We haven't... Oh, the scene with Poseidon. That might not I don't think that an episode. I don't think, I think that, that is in an episode. A... No, I think you're right. I think, I think they specially a... recorded that, but it's bizarre because we, we know from a season two episode that Xena fucking hates Poseidon. And um, Poseidon <laughs> fucking hates Xena. So why she would be hailing him like, um, up in the headland, I don't know. But it's just, I mean, he's a... I don't know. I think it's probably because he's a more obvious god than any of the other gods that we may see. Because like, all the gods that we actually see, they just look like humans. Yeah. So it's not... So yeah, they probably yeah, had to yeah, pick yeah. Poseidon so that, so that the ancient gods part was emphasized. There yeah, go. he's, he's got... He's got good recognizability yeah he's recognizably not just a human so you can say ah yes Mm. it's a god of the sea i understand um so yeah that explains it actually we've we've solved the mystery with 10 seconds thought with 10 seconds thought we have solved but so we've had our our warlords gods and and kings yeah um, and we've got the king and here we are here's the king here we are with our very first thing yeah and the, the opening scene of this the first first note i made was what was the budget for candles on Xena Warrior Princess? Because <laughs> I've noticed this in a couple of episodes. Candles everywhere. Candles, they this, candles, did they put all the candles everywhere. away at the end of the episode? Are Presumably. They, I think they are all proper candles, so someone had to go around lighting all of those. Yeah. 
Right. Must be, might, might be challenges involved in filming of scenes with many candles, possibly. Yes, I think there are. I think that lighting-wise, like they need, you need to also do something extra with lighting because just candles isn't enough. Yeah. Um. So yeah, interesting. But yeah, um, many candles. Yeah, they probably just reused them from episode to episode. Like my mum, um, reusing mm. the same three purple and one pink candle every advent for my whole childhood until they were worn down to the nubs. We have um, <laughs> those little birthday cake candles, those little tiny spindly oh, yeah. birth- that have been used year after year after year. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to keep using yeah. them, man. Um, you have. <laughs> so yeah, in this opening, we've got it's the king, later named Gregor. Gregor. I mean, to me, this is not a Gregor. To me, to me Gregor, King Greg. <laughs> to me, Gregor is not a, or is it Gregor? But I mean, it's Gregor, right? He's the guy's name is Gregor. Which is a Scottish name, I think. Like, I don't think that's a Greek name. I'm enjoying you saying it very much. You, you've said it about 14 <laughs> times in the last 10 seconds. Yeah, well... Uh, Gregor! Gre- the word, the name Gregor in a Glaswegian accent does sound good. It's sort of like... Um, the other thing that sounds really good in a Glaswegian accent is the sweet curly-whirly. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say murder. Oh, aye. And also there's been a murder. There has been a murder. Um, yeah. Gregor also sounds quite good in um, a Morningside accent, as in uh, Mary McGregor. Yeah. (laughs) Shout out to Miss Jean Brodie. Thanks, Miss Jean Brodie. Didn't see that coming. No, we didn't, no. Um, So, yeah, it opens with a... First thing I notice about Gregor is that he's got a nasty mullet. His hair's not great, is it? No. No. But what can you do? But we've got an oracle here, or a seer, Doing a, a yes, prophecy. divination by the by the ancient art of casting chocolate buttons. Yep, absolutely. Um, so yeah, very great. Oh, no, what what are the, what are the ones with the hard shell minstrels? Because they kind of clink. So she's yeah. she casts a goblet of minstrels yeah, across yeah. the floor. Nice. And, um, and she's calling on Zeus, who I didn't think was a god of prophecy. I thought Apollo was the the god of prophecy, but whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, it, it's um very ancient Greek, very mythology actually. This whole there's a prophecy, and then mm. you know uh, this is very, very Greek myth, isn't it? Someone has a prophecy, someone tries mm-hmm. to stop the prophecy happening, and through their efforts to stop the prophecy, ensures that the prophecy will be fulfilled. In your you know? face, prophecy stopper. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, and the, so... and the prophecy in this in this instance is a a child born unto this house, a child in your keeping will one day occupy your throne yeah so it's a there are shades of herod here yes a little bit yeah yeah a little bit yeah um and the king's very disturbed by this prophecy and also we find out (laughs) that um he had a wife and who died in childbirth and the child died as well yes um six months before so he's a bit depressed about all that um, and again, not to mention Delenn from Babylon 5 again, twice in two oh, good. weeks. But I'm going to anyway, actually, because I've made oh, a note. Mm. I made a note. Everyone should okay. listen to Delenn, whose one of her key phrases was prophecy will attend to itself. Don't worry oh, about prophecy. Good. Don't worry about prophecy. If it's going to happen, it happens. Um, and yeah. if it's not, then it's not. And then, it, then it wasn't really prophecy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, so after all this, Gregor's you know, advisor, Gregor's yeah. advisor is is immediately 
kind of very wary about this prophecy and saying this this must be prevented we must find the child yeah and like the um, the reason why he's so it's not really explained what the reason is why he's so up on finding this child because he's not actually very loyal to gregor at all as the episode progresses so maybe i don't know maybe he was hoping that if gregor died without an heir that he could usurp the throne or something oh yeah ab- absolutely I, I think i think it's it's all it, it, he's planning a coup or but yeah, yeah. He, he, he doesn't want he does he doesn't actually want to the he does actually talk about say the quiet part out loud later talking about his coup plans so yeah i probably yeah. it's not explicitly stated why he's so up on got getting after this kid no he's he's just I think you can probably just infer it gen- can't you generic scheming advisor really yeah he's like the yeah he's like the vizier from prince of persia sands of time (laughs) another video game reference that you will not get i do not but i can infer okay go for it um so yeah yeah, um so we cut to zina gabriel and um the, we hear a mewling noise from off in the distance. Oh, but actually, in between times, of course, um, the in servant... Betwe- in I between forgot times, about the, the servant, servant girl. Uh, yeah. Well, I was waiting to get a word in about the servant. I apologise. Um, yeah, so the servant so overheard this whole conversation and realises there's a risk to the baby. She knows who, who, that a baby has been born to a, to a fellow servant. This must be the child. Get, get the kid out of there. Yeah. So they put the child in a basket wait it's not herod it's moses we're talking yeah. about the moses story put the child in a moses basket chuck it in a river that's probably um, better than what else might have happened well yeah it probably is to be honest yeah you've well, got, at least you've got at least the baby's got a chance that way is this foreshadowing because this is not because... the first baby that this is the first but not the last baby we see being sent in a river in a basket it's true it's yeah. true Hadn't thought of um, that. But but guess who guess who finds the baby in a basket? Dun dun dun. It's... Gabrielle's like Gabrielle's like, is that a cat? And then Zena immediately draws her sword, which is look, you can pretend you don't like pussy all you like, Zena, but we know the truth. <laughs> Gabrielle escalates to maybe it's a griffin with a cat in its mouth. <laughs> I think she's been at the nut bread. She's been at the special herbal nut bread. Yeah, man. Um, but no, it's not. It's a baby. Or rather, it's a, a baby. Or rather, it is mostly a bundle of cloth with some gurgling noises put over the with soundtrack very, With very little effort to hold it convincingly, I No, no. Like, most... Yeah, the vast majority of the time, this so-called baby is on the screen. It it's is being held as if it was not, a bag of celery or something. Yeah, it is a not very convincing, <laughs> like yeah. rolled up cloth. <laughs> you know, um, so what can you do? You know, um, so yeah, they're gonna try and figure out what's the deal with this baby, right? That's the plan. Um, and then we cut back to Nemo, uh, Nemos with the king. Yeah, uh, and they're talking about fate. You know, the king's like if this is my fate then maybe we should just leave it and Nemo says this line uh, fate is just an excuse oh, I wrote this down. for men with no <laughs> destiny and I'm like Nemos I hate to break this to you but those <laughs> words are synonyms <laughs> I know, I'm sure that, I'm sure there are subtle distinctions but it's I, yeah <laughs> they're pretty much synonyms like Nemos I really want to talk to you Nemos Nemos come here Nemos Nemos what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> 
make no sense. Yeah. You make no sense at all. I don't understand Very you. Little. But nice he is beard, so. But... Eh. I say he's nice. Real, he's Just, really you know, into. Well he's really into killing babies. This guy. I would say it would like be like among his top three hobbies. You know, we've got he conspiring. He actually seems worse crowd. than worse than Morpheus to me. I know we were yeah. king shaming Morpheus last week. Yeah, but, um, there's a lot to shame I about think this Nemos. Is worse. There is yeah. a lot to shame about Nemos, right? His top three hobbies, as far as we see in this episode, conspiring against the crown. Yeah, uh, having really gross. Um, non-consensual or at least coerced sexual encounters with serving girls and yes. murdering babies. So <sighs> it's not a great look. Yeah, he's a he's a dick. Let's just I'm yeah. going to say it now. I'm going to call it now. Nemos is not a nice guy. Okay. Let's watch on and find out if one goes <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah. Um, Meanwhile, Zena and Gabrielle encounter a woman who is being lynched by a mob. Led by... Fear to say. Led by... A man with bad teeth. Of course, because he's a baddie. (laughs) You can tell. Yeah, got bad. Teeth. Yeah, so they so they have they have this woman on a horse with a noose around her neck, which is is horrible and, and gives me the shivers. Um, and yeah, it's not nice. rather than go into any explanation of what's going on, they the, this guy just slaps the rump of the horse. Uh, this woman um, is suspended by the noose, you know, as as, as designed. Um, so out comes the chakram, and uh, and and Zena kind of puts route to the to the mob who um oh no she uses the whip doesn't she i think this is the first time she uses her whip properly mm. in the series so she uh she gets weasel guy the leader of the rabble by the neck with her whip chucks the end of the whip over over a branch and hoists him up so so he's hanging yeah um and then when she actually just sends him packing he runs away with just the most excellent rhubarb rhubarb noises <laughs> And I, I, I have. You're right. I have absolutely become obsessed with this, this post, this post note stuff. So he he runs off going, argle gargle, ar, ar, <laughs> It's amazing. Yeah. Um. So they save this woman who doesn't seem that grateful at the start. To be honest, she doesn't seem super grateful to have been saved. Um. And G- Gabrielle says to her, "They, they were going to kill you," and she says. I think they really were. It's like you were literally hanging by your neck. <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah, I think. I think they actually I were. I think they were going to actually. Woman with no yeah. name. But wait, no, you do have a name. Your name is. Dun dun dun. Pandora. Yeah, I'd forgotten she was in this episode. I had. I. I. I remembered. I remembered the woman, and I remembered kind of what ends up happening, which is kind of not a very surprising ending yeah um but i had forgotten it was pandora yeah um and pa- she's she... not not that pandora but the granddaughter of that pandora but she still has the box out the box. of which her, her grandmother let escape all of men's desires yeah retaining only hope so she has to keep hold of the box protect hope um yeah She's got I'm the box with her, and Gab- it, yeah. yeah, that's it. Ga- Gabrielle is Gabrielle is very enamored with the box and keeps touching it, and as if she's going to open it. And I'm like, for fuck's sake, Gabrielle, stop touching the fucking box! 
It's First like, the swords, now the box. God. Like, Gabby, we get it. We like, it's exhausting. You like, Gabrielle, please. Yeah, Gabrielle, you like to finger a good box. We get it, okay? Oh, but... stop it. Stop <laughs> it. But yeah, it reminded me of that Simpsons meme. You know? You can have you Which can one? have the you can have the boat or you can have what's in the mystery box. The box, the box. <laughs> Give me the box. <laughs> what's inside the mysterious box, you know? So yeah, yeah she's got the box, well, we'll... right? So, you know, so they join up together the three of them. Baby, the baby yeah. in the box. Three women, two ba- one baby, one box. This is a good. It is, a good, and they they <laughs> a good setup. They for go a in search of they go in search of whatever it is that babies drink, which apparently is milk and port. Yes. Um, oh no, maybe 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 the port. No, actually, the port. I think for, the port the, might be for the Zena. But they're they're claiming okay. that they claiming that they're looking for the baby's mother. So it shows that it, I mean, they shouldn't do that. That's dumb because now they're they've made it clear that none of them are the baby's mother. They could have pretended, you know. Um, yeah. So of course, they, they don't they know that the babies. They, they don't know someone's trying to kill the baby yet. To be fair, they they don't, and they're, they're puzzled by the interest that the, the innkeeper shows. So they 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 go in in search of uh, sustenance, um, and the innkeeper's just kind of giving giving them the evils, kind of staring at this baby. And Zena says something bothering you about our baby, and yeah. in a tone that kind of suggests, "What you've never seen a polyamorous lesbian thruple with a baby before." <laughs> <laughs> Seem, seems to be the setup. Yeah. Well, he made her hang up her weapons before that, but luckily her body is a weapon. Luckily, yeah, her body we've is already a established weapon. that her, her breasts are dangerous already. That's true. And she probably does have the breast dagger in there because where would you, you wouldn't expect it. I don't think it comes out in this episode, so. I, no, but, I don't think it does. Yeah, so. But the, yeah, but he, the innkeeper send, sends for Nemos for this, this sends e- for, evil. Sends evil for Herod, I mean, Nemos. Uh, and thugs come in to immediately try and steal the baby and Zena does this bait and switch thing where she's like, yeah, give him the baby, Gabrielle. Uh, and then she does this thing, which is a, another first another first yes. usage. She's got her various iconic weapons, you know, her sword, yeah. which as discussed in the previous episode, no one else has a sword like it. Uh, the chakram, the whip, and now we've got the mm-hmm. mouthful of alcohol uh, sp- uh, sprayed out with a torch in front of it, so that it, you uh, you turn your mouth into a flamethrower. <laughs> now I I gotta say I did have a glass of port last night, and um, and was Zina, your breath flammable? That in port, baby. That's that's <laughs> no, petrol. I think it would have to be like <laughs> fucking like one hundred percent proof. Yeah, ninety six percent proof or something. Yeah, uh, no, yeah. whatever though. You know, it's cool. Yeah. It's always cool when she does it. It is. It's it's very cool. So yeah, fa- face full of fire to the to the nearest available thugs, and then we're into fight, 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 and, fight. Um, and er- yeah. early on in this early on in this fight, someone lobs a spear at her, which she kind of vaults, and it sticks into a beam a ninety degree angle. And if you see that happening, you know it's going to be used as a parallel bar later in the fight sequence, yeah, which of course absolutely. it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, what I particularly liked about part of this sight sequence is the bit where she uh, kicks one guy in the balls like three times in a row to perfect oh. the perfect musical timing uh, <laughs> to hit each of the little beats. You know, it's nice. <laughs> it is a really good bit. 
It's classy. It's classy. Uh, so all the, she gets all the thugs, and then she goes for the innkeeper because the, she's recognised that the innkeeper is a slimy git. Yeah. Uh, and it is pressure point time. Da, 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 da. It is time to... It is. Time. Well, in other words, it is time to time. It's time to time how long it is between setting you, and releasing some, some the sort pressure of point. Event. Are you having a cerebral event? You just keep saying time to time to time to time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a star. Um... <laughs> So yeah, um, I said in episode one when we had our first pressure point that I would mm. uh, get my stopwatch out for every time that she comes up with this um, pressure yeah. points thing. Although she's changed her spiel in this episode. Yeah, under she's, a minute. She's being much she's less like, specific She's like, you'll be dead now. in less than a minute. Oh, maybe someone realised, maybe somebody in the production team did time the first 20 seconds and realised it was 24 <laughs> um, and and also and also it doesn't doesn't go. He just says no. I'll talk. I'll talk. So, oh, fine. Yeah. And then she lets him. And then she releases the old pressure point. So mm, you know whatever. But she could have said twenty seconds this time because this time it was nineteen. So, was it? Yeah, nineteen seconds. Yeah. Well, there you go. And add that to the spreadsheet. <clears throat> yep, yeah, I will do. I'm cool. probably gonna. I, cool, I cool. will. I'm gonna keep a record. Um, I know you are. So yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, during this whole kerfuffle, um, mm. Pandora made a stupid error, foolish error of trying to protect the baby instead of the box. And oh, um, unfortunately, Nemos has stolen the box. So Which he takes to Gregor, telling him that, that Xena plans to take his kingdom. Look, she was going to use the box. It's Pandora's box. She was going to use this and the baby somehow, there's that word yep. again, to take your kingdom. Yeah, well... So the effect... Sorry, no, go on. Uh, well, Xena's reputation in this early start part of the series is still causing her problems. Because if oh, this had true. happened that's in a true. much later... Say this has happened a year from now... Um, mm. Like everyone at that point knew Zena was good, and therefore a lot of the problems that happened this episode wouldn't have happened because Gregor would have known that she wasn't there to take the kingdom. Yeah, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. She's good now, it's fine. Don't worry. Yeah, but yes, yeah, so, so yeah. she still got this this reputation, and it, it actually is quite good that Gregor clearly knows her reputation and says to Nemos, he's like, Nemos is like, I was lucky to escape with the box, and Nemo says, if you were fighting Zena, you were lucky to escape with your life. <laughs> yeah, which I liked. Yeah, true. Um, so, so Pandora, having lost the box, which is her sole reason for living, is to pr- to protect the box. Um, yeah, and she's it, like it turns catatonic. out that the, the lock is exactly the word I've written down. So Pandora's oh, really? catatonic. The, the the lock needs resetting every day by one of her line. So actually, this response isn't very helpful. <laughs> just, just to sit there going, oh, "I lost my box. Lost my box." <laughs> no, um, but like I, I, I'd completely forgotten that aspect of it, even after. Pandora, yeah. even after Pandora was introduced and I remembered Oh Cradle of Hope yeah, the hope part is the Pandora's yeah. box part uh, I'd forgotten that Pandora's box was actually a dead man's switch um, yes you know, which adds a nice a nice layer of jeopardy to it doesn't it, you know, because it yeah, does. want to get it's, the box and back and it just but... seems like a really stupid setup. yeah, well, but it's a curse Why? though okay, it's... yeah, I guess yeah, I mean that's part of the curse. Okay. That's, okay. Yeah. That's. I mean, it wasn't intend. Like no one, 
it was like the original Pandora who opened the box. Uh, the gods cursed her. That's why she had to carry the box around. So, right, fair, fair. Now you've yeah. explained it. Now that's good. Thank you. <laughs> I understand so, everything. Yeah, I wrote in my notes. Oh shit! With like six eyes. Uh, because I genuinely had a bit of a no shit moment watching it. It was like, oh no, but now they've got the box. What will we do? <laughs> so, Gregor, right? He's King Gregor. He's clearly not actually a bad man, is he? He's no, but Zena wants he's, to check that, this for that's herself. Apparent, that's apparent quite early on. He's like, oh, maybe she, maybe she doesn't want it for herself. Maybe I, I'm not entirely comfortable with this whole baby killing thing yeah he never is yeah he, even after even after Nemo suggests it multiple times he never actually says yes we will kill the baby not once and Nemos is so obviously evil and how, yeah. how does Gregor not see that he might as well be twirling his oiled moustache I know <laughs> you know <laughs> so, um, I don't know I don't know so yeah, Zena. Uh, anyway, from from some from somewhere, Gabrielle manages to rustle up a no 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 a that happens. Who works at... That happens later. Oh. You've missed out. You've missed out Zena's meeting with the king. You Perhaps skipped I over wasn't it. Wasn't very interested in that. Okay, well, it's a really good. It's a it's an important scene. Okay, go for it. Zena. Well, she goes to meet with the king in the same pub, and the king is gone incognito in a big red cloak uh, and giant crown. He's got, yeah, he's got his party <laughs> crown on, hasn't he? <laughs> Um, But yeah, it's interesting because she's gone there to see if he is a bad king and she realises through meeting him that he's not. Yeah, Um, uh, yeah, but her reputation reputation once again causes the problem. Yeah. Uh, But she also scopes out Nemos and that Nemos is actually the the baddie in this situation. The villain of the piece, Um, yeah. So Gregor really just wants her out of the kingdom because he can only see that the only reason she could be there was would be to make war there. And we have heard mm. in a previous scene that this kingdom has already been quite beset by war, civil war specifically, yeah. which is probably quite important because Nemos is fomenting more of the same. Yes. Um, yes. And then uh, Kring Gregor says, uh, you have 24 hours. Well, Nemos says that we'll swap the box for the baby. And Gregor yeah. says, you have 24 hours to make your decision. And this is where my note is because last t- last week we talked about how, uh, you know, classic Xena fanfic writers would write, you know, instead of falling asleep, you are, um, being taken by Morpheus, and um, yes, the well, other yeah. the other big trope that Xena fanfic writers would do is that they would um never use the word hours. Do you remember this? No, mark, candle never, marks. Candle marks, you know? And, like, this is completely made up. This is a thing that is never yeah. actually in the programme at all. <laughs> it's just that people thought it was a kind of old-timey way to measure time. But as we can see here, canonically, people in the actual Xena yeah. universe 20, do know we what know an hour hours. is. They use the word hour, <laughs> okay? Yeah. So fanfic writers from 25 years ago, sort yourselves out. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> just, just go back. Do a, do a find and replace. Yeah, you'll be fine. Your candle yeah. marks are officially non-canonical. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, now can I talk about uh, the yeah. servant girl? Yeah, of course you can. So Gabrielle's rustled up a, a maid from the 
castle from the from the is palace it, from the king. Isn't it the same pad. the same maid from earlier? Yeah, it is the same maid from earlier yeah. who packed packed the kid off um, in, yeah. in the Moses basket. Um, and out of nowhere, she says, "Well, no, we can get you in, but not tonight. This is gonna it's gonna be a bit busy. A lot of people tonight because of uh, you know, obviously the quarter moon festival thing that's happening tonight. Is it? Is it anyway? And so there's what, a big party. What's a quarter moon festival? Do they have what is this every month? Is this every month? Or is it not every maybe two it happens, weeks? Maybe it happens every week. It would have to happen every two weeks because, like, yeah, first quarter, the, the waxing quarter, and the waning, you know, the bizarre. Um, but yeah. yeah, but what this is a, a nice wee moment between Zena and Gabrielle here, um, where yeah. Zena's like, "Where did you find her?" And she's so impressed. She's genuinely impressed. And this is well, like, she she wants to be annoyed, but that she's kind of grudgingly. Respectful? No, actually, you you did you did good, Gabrielle. No, I don't think she's that grudging about it. I think that she's really genuinely impressed because this is something that she couldn't okay. have done. You know, she uh-huh. can fight her way in. You yeah. know, and that's what she knows how to do. But like, she couldn't, like, because of who she is, she couldn't go out yeah. into the the marketplace and just chat with people and be non threatening uh, enough for people to reveal information. And that's what Gabrielle you think, is really. You think Zena couldn't? Chat up a woman in the marketplace. <laughs> but everyone knows this is the point <laughs> yeah, of the yeah, previous yeah, yeah. scene that it, she's established as being known in the kingdom as being someone to be scared of. Yeah. Anyway, you know? so servant girl, well, you're not you're not going to get in tonight because there's this party. It's going to be crazy busy. Going to going to be dancing girls and everything. Hmm. And Zena's like, enough, ah. the dancing girls are going to be wearing veils. <laughs> yeah. So uh, just by chance, are, are you one of the dancing girls? Not now. You're not. So <laughs> yeah. we. We get to see the absolute blooming delight that is Xena in harem pants and a corset and uh, a, a little half yeah. half mask, a little face mask, government sanctioned. Um, I don't think face I mask don't thing. I don't think that face mask would really be very effective. I don't no, think it's, it's got. Layer. It's, meant to be it's only got one layer. Yeah. Um, it's about yeah. effective as Lana Del Rey's mesh face mask. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna laugh as if I know what you're talking about. I'll send you a oh, yeah. photo. I'll send you a picture of it. <laughs> but so we get so we get to see Lucy Lawless. Lucy Lawless can dance. Yep. I would say so. Yep. It's very seductive. Lucy Not Lawless quite masked seven veils because she's only got one veil, but it's a very seductive. <laughs> um, almost sort of there's a belly dance vibe to it, though it's not actually belly yeah, dancing. Yeah. Um. And, Lucy Wallace um, can do anything she wants. She can sing, she can dance, she can kick ass. She can she fly, can. as seen in an episode of The Simpsons. She can, she can uh, burn drag, Kevin, Kevin yeah, Sorbo on Twitter. Drag Kevin Sorbo <laughs> on Twitter like he's never yeah. been dragged before. Applause for that. So, so yeah, uh, the, meanwhile, she's the, trying to sneak Nemos up. Nemos and the Warriors are mesmerized by this yeah. by this dancing as as you would be and she's about to nab the box so she kind of sachets her way over to Namos who who who's got the, the box, box like the literally next to him and everyone yeah. is around but she's gonna just grab it right there it's like a, it's like hang on video game reference it's like when you oh. when you go up and steal something in Skyrim by putting a pot over someone's head <laughs> <laughs> That that also sounds a bit like Untitled Goose Game kind of behaviour. <laughs> put, put pot on gardener's head, steal pumpkin. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> steal box. <laughs> Sweet. Um, Maybe I should play that. 
Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so she's she's about to grab it, but who should intervene but King Gregor himself, saying, "What the fuck are you doing with this box, hench prick?" Yeah, I, I think I'll keep the box from the, from now on, you yeah. arsehole. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So Nemos and, is quite kind of thwarted, but um, yeah, and his, then his evening's not completely ruined because he says, "Have her taken to my chamber." Yeah, uh, but her, only of course, being Zena. Only after loudly discussing his plans for a coup. Yes, you know, like literally <laughs> saying the quiet part out loud. It's very twenty twenty one. Got a real, it's got a real twenty twenty one vibe. You know, mm. just just openly planning a coup. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, but yeah, this was this was the gross thing. Yeah, then we just we this is this is his top hobby number two. Yeah. Having gross uh coerced sexual encounters with serving girls. This is what they were da- dancing for the honor of doing. The honor oh. of having Nemos's slimy hands on them. Ugh. Oh, Vile. Horrid. Vile. I like to think that Gregor I mean, doesn't slimy know hands that that's what's presum- Presumably his fake tan as well, because he's, oh, he's kind of it would just Paul Hollywood off. levels of fake tan, isn't he? Yeah. Anyway, ter- turns out Nemos isn't in for as good a time as he was hoping. Surprise, surprise. No, he's like, ah, uh, don't worry, don't worry, my little dove. I seek pleasure, not pain. <laughs> it's just like, okay. Guess what she got? Guess which one he ends up with? Yeah, he's like, she's like, he's, your pleasure is my he, pleasure, my lord. He, Lol. He, he has a boudoir. Yeah, he does a bit. Yeah, he has. He has really. He has really floaty neck curtains around his bed. So you know, yeah, which well, I'm not saying men shouldn't have. Uh, but not you saying need that them. at all. He he needs to have the floaty neck curtains because otherwise, he would recognise Zena from the doorway. <laughs> That's why he's. But got he's them. in. Su- He's, they're both behind the net curtains. They can see each other. Yeah, but he gets up behind her when he enters the oh. curtained part. Dirty he goes bastard. up behind her, and so he's only seeing her from the back. Hey, Whereas hey. If, she t- if there were no net curtains at all, then he would have recognised her from the doorway. So that, like, he's got net curtains for plot contrivance reasons, in my opinion. <laughs> he, he, he chooses to have net, net curtains to make it harder to identify threats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Anyway, anyway. Listen, listen, so... listen. This is a constructed narrative. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and so, um, having having put him out of action, Zena breaks into Gregor's oh, no, chamber. No, no, no. We need to. We need. I need, We need to see what her line was. <laughs> it's so funny. Go on, then. <laughs> like, because like earlier, he's like, "I seek pleasure, not pain," and oh, yeah. she's like, "Your pleasure is my pleasure," and then she gives him. She interrogates him a bit about where the king's room is. And then he's like, um, uh, anyway, you spoke of pleasure. And then she punches him in the face really hard and then finishes with an action hero line. And you spoke of pain, which is so funny to me. <laughs> I find it extremely amusing. You're right. That was, that was quite good. That it's was a good line. Good. Then. It's a good line. Um, so yeah, she, she does sneak into the king's room. And there's a dog in there who growls at her, and she literally just flicks her hand at him, and the dog is like, "Oh it's shit, no!" Uh oh, crocodile Dundee, crocodile <laughs> Dundee moment. The dog's like, "Oh <laughs> shit!" Actually, do you know what? <laughs> you know what? 
Yeah, yeah um, I've forgotten about, I've forgotten about the dog. But she, well, so she overhears, she overhears yeah. Gregor grieving for his son, and my love, why did you have to leave me and and our son? And yeah. Zena, he's crying who over, is not his, without, over the empty crib, which is important for later. Yeah, with with cobwebs all over it because it's it's not been used. So Zena comforts this poor grieving man by, by smacking him in him. the back of the head. <laughs> yeah, by, by knocking, knocking him out. out. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, she and gets she the takes, box. She gets the box, and then I've left several lines empty, which suggests I was going to go back and review this scene and didn't. So over to you, chum. Well, <laughs> what happens is that she she sets up her escape, and um, Nemos, Nemos manages to break down the door, and he's like, we've got you now. Right? And then she's standing by an open yeah. window, and she's like, do you know what, Nemos? Uh, yeah. I bet I'll, I bet you're not going to see this coming. And then just jumps out the window <laughs> but but you won't have seen this she, coming yeah but she had tied some wrapped up curtains to her leg to basically stop her an inch from the ground like it was really lucky that she was able to judge the length so well because her head <laughs> so literally stops her head yeah, so her, you know, her mm. head does literally stop like an inch from the ground. And the problem as well, when you do something like that, I hate to break this to you, um, physics department of Xena Warrior Princess, uh, is uh. that your your leg would be dislocated from your hip. That's the problem. Oh, I, thought, I thought you were going to say something about the, the retinal detachment. Because this, no. is, this is where Xena invents bungee jumping, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but it's not, it's not um, elasticated, so it would be a very sudden stop. It would be yeah. just as, to be honest, it is. It's not the falling that the, is the problem. When you when <laughs> you fall landing. out of the window, it is actually the suddenness of the stop. So I'm not yeah. convinced that this actually is such a great idea. But whatever, she's fine. Well, it's not. It's not a very high window. Perhaps she hasn't achieved peak no. velocity. I feel like she didn't anyway, even need it. It's I feel like it's she wouldn't even have anyway. needed it. They're like on the second floor. I feel like she could have managed it. Anyway, I know. but yeah. So she grabs the box and then. Um, Start screaming for Gabrielle, who must be nearby, and because yep. they're very nearly there, like the little handprint on the box has been moving towards Dee Dee, um, and she yes. parkours her way back to Pandora. Like you said a few episodes ago, Zena invented parkour, and there's yeah, like there's some nice moves some in there, good proper parkour moves, which makes me think yeah. that it wasn't perhaps was the stunt double doing this, and it's very convenient that she's got a mask, you know, she's got the veil over her face. You know, did she still have the veil at that point? I can't remember. I think she did have the veil, yeah. but we don't see her face much anyway. It's all in motion. You could get away with a lot yeah. more back in those days because people tended just to watch things once. Yes. You know, um, <laughs> uh, if we watched it again in slow mo, I'm sure we could tell whether it was really. The Do you know what I, I say? Yes, but I absolutely every I recorded every episode and watched it immediately after it finished. <laughs> did you? <laughs> I did. And yet, here we are 25 years later and you didn't remember a lot of the important moments. Well. What can you do? Um, yeah. So yeah, if it was the stunt person, we went back, before we before we um, recorded, we did go back to look mm. at the the credits and there is no stunt performer credited, but that might just mm. be because stunt performers get a bit of a bad deal and don't always get the credit they deserve. Um, but the... Or it yeah. might be because it wasn't a stunt performer. But if it was, then I will attempt to give a credit because it might have been 
possibly Zoe Bell, who did a lot yeah. of stunts, who was in a stunt double for a lot of the show. So yeah. um, Zoe Bell uh, is also an actress and she has been in various things that I've seen, but the mo- the things I've seen her in most are Tarantino movies. She, okay. was, in, she was in um, Death Proof, doing her own stunts mm-hmm. in that. And also cool. acting in it. And she was in The Hateful Eight as well. Okay. So yeah, and she also did um, this really cool viral video that went round during uh, March, yes. during the yes, March yes. lockdown. Lockdown one. Um, yeah. Lockdown episode one, A New Hope of Controlling the Virus. We <laughs> have since had lockdown episode two, The Virus Strikes Back and... Tell, cur- tell us about the video. Tell us about the video. I'm telling my Star Wars joke. Oh, go on then. Because we're currently in lockdown episode three, Return of the UK variant. Okay, Jesus. Oh. I try my best. Anyway, so she made this viral video called Boss Bitch Fight, where she started uh, a kind of stunt fight with the camera, and then it gets passed on to various other celebrities yeah. that she knows, including Lucy Lawless, so it's a cool thing. You can find it on nice. YouTube if you search for Boss Bitch Fight. It's fun. It's a fun five minutes to watch. Let's um let's link to it. Let's um tweet it. Well I will tweet it when the time comes, if I remember. When I say let's which I is mean in you. When the time comes, which will be in three weeks from when, now. When the time comes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we we won't remember to do that. I will. We won't have remembered to do that. Okay. I I will. I've got a good memory. You don't but I do. So. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> anyway, so but yeah, Pandora. Zena she... gets the gets the box to Pandora in slow motion, yeah, just it's... in time for just her to reset it before it springs open. Yeah, Phew. it's it's pretty decent. It's, I I thought it was a pretty good ending yeah. of that particular arc of the the plot. Yeah. You know, so with the Pandora's box, yeah. right? That's safe. Okay, but we need to resolve the baby thing. And Gabrielle's like, but surely, or no? With Pandora says. Surely the prophecy is, surely the prophecy will come true now. The baby is lit. The baby's alive. We've saved the baby. And Zena's like, mm, no, but my eye with my keen eye for the main chance have actually <laughs> spotted that there is a fatherless, uh, you know, here we have a fatherless baby. And over here we have a babyless father. Let's put these things together and see if we can't see what make, we get. <laughs> if we can't make a family. You know, yeah, um, so Zena's finally worked out the bleeding obvious that that we all saw for, like, in yeah, the first yeah. act. Let's fulfil this prophecy, but not how you expect. You know, everyone assumes yeah. that the the child will sit on your throne because he has usurped it. But no, what if the child sits on the throne because he has inherited it? So she As goes your and heir. so she goes and sticks the baby into the dead son's crib. Which is that okay? Is that kosher? You know, like, I, I think this would invoke a trauma response. I think it gonna... would, to be honest. Yeah. It feels traumatic to me, but yeah. the king's pretty happy about it. Uh, so the prophecy, prophecy is going to be fulfilled in a very Greek way, not quite how you thought it would be. Yeah, but you yeah. know, what about Nemos? He's not happy about not it. Not happy. He's for some reason, for some reason, mm, mm. even though he claims that the reason he wants to kill the baby is to stop the baby from harming his king in the future, 
well, the baby's not yeah. going to harm the king anymore, is it anymore? So you should be happy, but no, you're not. Because, yeah, probably if we think about it for like longer than two seconds, which I've never done before, probably the, the king having nowhere was good for him because he was a... He was probably planning this coup all along that he was talking about before. So he he was he, yes he was planning a coup all along. What a douchebag! Yes. Um, and then <laughs> and then Zena grabs the baby and he's and she's like no you don't and they run runs back out to the marketplace and here we have uh, a scene the infamous baby tossing scene yeah a scene which was branded if you can believe ridiculous by a certain person <laughs> of our acquaintance Bat. <laughs> Who goes by the name of Bat? Ridiculous, she called it. You know, I mean, how dare? How dare? And, and also, th- this is only episode four. You, you ain't seen yeah, anything yet when it comes to ridiculous. <laughs> not We've got a long way yet. to go. But I mean, we know it's okay because although this is a fight scene, uh, and yeah. I talked about how in the last episode we had the big fight scene at the end and we had the classic Xena fight music, which makes it, you know, do, do, do. Yes. And here we've got the classic Xena comedy fight music. Yeah, it's kind of fight light, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? It's the Yeah, there's a there's a slapstick kind of tone. <laughs> yes, it's extremely slapstick. It, as there as there is to the fight. So yeah, lot, yeah, yeah. lots of Xena and Gabrielle basically punting the baby to each other. Yeah, yeah. Xena's like uh, uh, Gabrielle catch the baby and, and Gabrielle's like, oh god, no, no, no. <laughs> What are you doing? Are you Anyone mad? would do any you look, chuck a baby at you. Oh shit, no, please don't throw the baby at me. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but it's okay because the baby is chuckling all the way through. Oh, yeah, so it's clearly yeah. having a having a whale. Yeah. As babies do, they baby love, they love this kind of stuff. They, the, they love to be chucked up and caught. It's having it's... the time of its life. It's yeah. been alive for 20 <laughs> minutes, and it's like this is the best shit that's ever happened to it. Yeah. Him. <laughs> to him, anyway. It, yes, him. Yeah, we, um, don't, we don't call babies it. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, Nemos turns up um, and she kills him. Good. And mm. then meanwhile, and then it's like one of those, uh, yeah, uh, you know, one of those posts on the Reddit subreddit that happened. And then everyone oh, the, cheered. The... <laughs> everyone cheers very half heartedly and does a little. Yay, Nemos is uh, dead. Jig. And the baby's okay. And the baby goes... Yeah. So it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. You know? And Pandora, who has grown very fond of this baby, she's saying, like, yes. Gabrielle asked her in a previous scene, "Have you? would you ever want to have a child yourself? And she's like, oh, there's no point in me fantasising about things that can never happen. And I'm like, Pandora, I think you'll find it sort of has to happen. Because didn't you see... <laughs> I know. Listen, didn't you say that this box needs to be reset every day by someone of your line? So if you're not having a yeah. baby, isn't if you don't ever have a baby, um, you're dooming aren't mankind. You sort of dooming mankind, <laughs> but you know, whatever, <laughs> ever, you know. So she's going to stay in the palace with the king and help to help him to co-parent this baby. He's like, the baby needs a mother. Yeah. You know, and I think they, they sort of smile at each other. It's not outright stated, but, you know, he needs a wife yeah. as well. You know what I mean? Um, the king needs a wife. The king needs a wife. E-I-A-D-O, the king needs a wife. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so that's sweet. And they're like, Zena, yeah. what can... what?" He's like, Zena, how can I repay you? And she's like, I didn't do this for payment. 
And Pandora's like, but no, surely we can give you something. And then she thinks for a second. And then she says this really sweet thing. She's like, name him Gabriel. Which is adorable. Aww. It's so sweet. Because right at the start, she was like, Gabriel was like, it's what should we that. name him? Gabriel's a great name. Lol. <laughs> and I did... Yeah, I, that, is, that is very sweet. Honestly, honestly, very nearly brought a tear to a glass eye. That little bit. Oh. It's really nice. So I think she's really nice it to Gabriel is. in this episode. Like there are a couple of episodes in these er- in this early season where she's actually not very nice to Gabriel. <laughs> There's one coming up partic- <laughs> in particular, um, um, where she's actually she just honestly just not very nice to her. She's she says There's one particular line that I remember, which I'll we'll bring up when at the right time. Okay. Which I do distinctly remember as being a really horrible thing to say to someone, but, mm. um. I have actually recycled it in my current job, unfortunately. So. <laughs> but as, the, as I think has been established, I'm not a nice person. So I'm a scary one. Well, I'm the scary you're one. You're the scary one. Um, I'm the mean one. Yep. There you go. So um, the box is. So you be... would think that would be a nice moment to end on. Name no, but Gabriel. we've got the box. Ah, it's, but, but it's not. But it's not. We've got the box now. I've got. I've got a bone to pick with the person whoever put this box away. Okay. Like, um, they go in this. They go in. They go back into the vault. Gabrielle is looking at the box again, tempting fate here a little bit. Although, of course, fate is just an excuse she for men with no obs- destiny. Um, <laughs> obsessed with this box. Now, here's yeah. my question: This very important box that it's very important that it never gets opened for any reason, mm. and you know, don't let it drop or anything because it might fall open by accident. Why the fuck is it on this really thin, precarious plinth? Why? Put it on a normal table, psychotic idiots, you know? It's just like, and of course Gabrielle knocks it over. Oh, fucking course she does. How could she fail to? (laughs) But. With those those peasant hips of hers. Yeah. She has no hips. No. But dun dun dun, <laughs> it falls open and nothing happens because hope was never in the box; it was in our hearts. Hope, hope <laughs> was inside every one of us all along. Yep, there you go. So, mm. good news: Pandora actually doesn't need to have a baby now. Well, and the the, cool. the ones she's adopted will be good enough. Yeah. Do you think adopted Sweet. kids work for this curse, or? We'll never know. It doesn't matter well, now. Has anyone, else, has anyone else even tried locking the box? Maybe it doesn't have to be her anyway. Anyway, it's 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 all it's much of a muchness. Doesn't matter. The hope the hope was in our hearts, as you yep. say. Absolutely. So yeah, overall, um, uh, another episode that was better than I remembered it being. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's another one of those that I might have actually, I might have possibly skipped. On a rewatch, but I really, really enjoyed it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was, was a, it was a good one. It was a good one. Again, uh, what I'm actually noticing in these early episodes is, although this show is a bit cheesy and all that, the quality of the stories and the writing was actually quite good. It's, you know? Yeah, like it's, it's quite surprising, are, isn't it? Surprisingly, things are things are set up. And then they're resolved, uh, and the pacing yeah. is correct, and they've got the suspense, and then you've got the, uh, and I, you know, amazingly, because I always thought of early season one as being kind of rough. 
Yeah, um, bit rough on the edges. Yeah, but I genuinely am enjoying this rewatch quite a lot more than I expected because I expected to start enjoying it towards the end of this season and then the whole of season two, you know, and then some of season that, three. That shows commitment <laughs> because these these seasons are quite long. They're yeah. What, yeah, I was episodes like episodes or something. You were you were prepared to go through 16, <laughs> 18 episodes of yeah, nonsense. Pretty much. Uh, you know, like when I well, said I'm, to you, I'm let's do it. I was like, Flim Flam, let's do a Xena podcast. And in my head I was like, okay, we'll have to get through the rough parts, but it'll become really good later. But it's actually I am, I am really glad night. about that because I have to say, weeks and weeks of you going, Oh, this is rubbish would, <laughs> would have been quite wearing for me. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So, turned out nice. Turned out nice again. So the other th- first thing, the other first that we have in this episode is the classic Xena uh, slash Hercules episode disclaimer that you have at the end in the credits. Ah, you're right, you're right. Um, but the thing is that those disclaimers are supposed to be humorous, but this one is actually real. This is an actual proper disclaimer that they probably had to put yeah, in this, for legal reasons. This was quite a necessary one in, in, in light of the the, the, the infamous <laughs> baby tossing scene. So we had a... No babies were harmed during during the yeah. making of this. Yeah. Which is good. You know, it's better than saying very few babies were harmed <laughs> yeah. during but the making of this. No babies were... No babies were irreparably harmed. Yeah. No babies were all that harmed <laughs> in the making of this episode. <laughs> But yeah, so so is it is it from the next episode that we see this become a no. a thing, a joke thing? No, believe it or not, no, it's not for a few more uh, episodes that they actually have the okay. first joke one. And I don't okay. know why, because the Hercules was doing the joke disclaimers before this, so I don't know why they don't uh. have a joke disclaimer. But yeah, it's always oh well. <laughs> there you go. But I, I will let you know when the first joke disclaimer appears. But it's not it's not episode it's not episode five at all. So there you go. <laughs> So, um, overall, yeah, another good episode, I think. Agreed. Agreed. Um, and yeah, I'm actually gonna. My, I asked you for your rating first last time, so I'll do. I'll go first this time. Yeah. Um, I would give it another eight out of ten. Another solid. So eight would out of 10 I? Episode. I was, I was close to giving it nine, and then I thought, <gasps> no, we need to leave ourselves somewhere to go because there, there are some. Yeah, there are better. Episodes I think outshine this. this. I think we need, <laughs> need to leave leave a bit of scope. But yeah, so another eight. Yeah, good. Solid eight. So that's excellent. So we've had, so far, we've had a nine, a six, and two eights. Pretty good. Doing all right. We're doing well. Doing all right. So yeah, that's the Bard's Eye View for this week. Uh, Cradle of Hope is an eight out of ten episode. And even though I probably would have skipped it... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Very glad we didn't. I'm glad I didn't. Very glad we didn't. I don't think you should skip it either. I think you should watch it because it's a fun romp. And a nice example. Yeah. A nice example of early Xena overcoming her bad reputation to achieve a good outcome. Yeah. yeah. So know, coming up next week, of... we... Sorry, I was going to say it's the sort of story that wouldn't work later on in the series once she's got a good yeah. reputation. So it's good that we have yeah, that. Yeah, true. That's true. Anyway, so... So coming, yeah. up, coming up next is episode five, um, The Path Not Taken, and that's what we'll be looking at in next week's episode. Hope you'll join us again then. Um, until then... Um, don't knock any boxes off yep. pedestals, don't, I guess. Don't keep any vitally important objects on precarious plinths. And don't, don't throw babies. And don't throw babies. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Bard's Eye View with me, Wonko, and her, Professor Flim Flam. 
Follow us on Twitter at Bard's Eye Podcast and subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and Amazon and of course on the Podbean app. Feel free to leave us a review, but only if it's a good one. Bye.